0: Hey, this is Elizabeth. This is Keisha. Hi, this is Leslie Sullivan, and welcome to the Mustard Seed Podcast. So, we're back, and we're around the table, and we are grateful that everybody that is listening is sticking with us um, as we muddle through becoming podcasters and public-ish speakers. Um, we're praying, obviously, that the Holy Spirit is working through us and where our words fail, which mine do a lot, um, we just ha- are hoping that we are igniting fires within everybody and giving everybody the desire to read and to get into your Bible and to, to see what we can discover and see what God wants to show you through his words. We're hoping that you're seeing that or being reminded that God's word is the living word and that it just, it it changes each time that you read it, depending on what God wants you to hear and what he wants you to see. So we're hoping that that's what we're getting to be a part of with y'all. So we appreciate it. Um, we are looking at Jude today and it is just Keisha and I. Hello. (laughs) Um, Leslie had other things, um, kind of show up on her doorstep today. So we're just gonna, we're gonna roll with it and talk about Jude. I like Jude. I I thought Jude was really good.
1: Very interesting and has a lot to say. (laughs) For a very little (laughs) book. Yeah. This has a lot and it really kind of takes you back into the history of the Hebrews. Mm-hmm. So which I didn't really see before and I thought that was
0: I agree. Pretty neat. I agree. I mean it was I can understand now why when I was looking up and researching <laughs> just sermons on Jude and trying to get history on Jude why people don't have just one sermon on yeah. Jude. It's it's always <laughs> a series. It's yeah. never just, "Hey, here's Jude. Have a nice day." No, it's "Here's Jude." verses one and two and then here's jude we uh, he'll we'll go to six this time you know i'm like holy smokes! oh yeah and they're all like an hour and you're like how are you gonna do this like in an hour
1: you know? <laughs> yeah but it is neat and, and you know like it goes back into some of the old testament stories that i just kind of glanced over before yes didn't really take in
0: so yeah, i agree well do, how about this how about you read You read Jude from your version of the Bible, and then I'm going to read it from the message just so that way we can kind of, I mean, as eloquently as possible, you dumb it down a little bit with the message. And I I like, sometimes I think you need it in this book. I mean, it's not Isaiah. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But I think that the message helped out a little bit as far as putting everything in layman's terms. Okay. You go
1: ahead. Sounds good. I'm reading from the ESV. So... for the condemnation. Ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into sensuality and deny our only Master and Lord Jesus Christ. Now I want to remind you, although you once fully knew it, that Jesus, who saved a people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed those who did not believe. And the angels who did not stay within their own position of authority, but left their proper dwelling, he has kept in eternal chains under gloomy darkness until the judgment of, the, of that great day. Just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which likewise indulged in sexual immorality and pursued unnatural desires, serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. Yet in the like manner, these people also, relying on their dreams to defile the flesh, reject authority, and Blasphemy, the glorious one, but when the Archangel Michael, contending with the devil, was disputing about the body of Moses, he did not presume to renounce a blasphemous judgment, but said, "The Lord rebuke you, but these people blasphemy all that they do not understand, and they are destroyed by all that they, they like unreasonable reasoning animals, and understand instinctively, woe to them, for they walk in the way of Cain and abandon themselves to the sake of Cain to Balaam's, er- Balaam's error, and perished in Korah's rebellion. These are hidden reefs at your love feast, as they feast with you without fear, shepherds feeding themselves, waterless clouds swept along by winds, fruitless trees in late autumn, twice dead, uprooted, wild waves at the sea, casting up the foams of their own shame, wandering stars for whom the gloom of utter darkness has been reserved forever. It was also about these that Enoch, the seventh the seventh from Adam prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousand of his holy ones to execute judgment on all and to convict all the ungodly of all their deeds of ungodliness that they have committed in such an ungodly way and of all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are grumblers, mouthcontents, following their own sinful desires. They are loud mouth boasters showing favoritism to gain an advantage. But you must remember, beloved, the prediction of the Apostle of our Lord Jesus Christ. They said to you, In the last time there will be scoffers following their own unholy passion. It is these who cause divisions, worldly people, to, fall, to of the Spirit. But you, beloved, building yourself up in the most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. And have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. To others show mercy with fear, hating even the garments stained by the flesh. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present your blameless before the presence of the glory with great joy. To the only God our Savior, although Jesus, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen.
0: You got to pronounce all the words before I had to
1: (laughs) 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 and mess them up a little bit, (laughs) especially when you get into the names like Korah's Rebellion and Balaam, Balaam,
0: Balaam's error. (laughs) All right. So in the message, it says, I, Jude, am a slave to Jesus Christ and brother to James, writing to those loved by God, the father called and kept safe by Jesus Christ. Relax. Everything's going to be all right rest everything's coming together open your hearts love is on the way dear friends i've dropped everything to write to you about this life of salvation that we have in common i have to write insisting begging that you fight with everything you have in you for this faith entrusted to us as a gift to guard and cherish what has happened is that some people have infiltrated our ranks Our scriptures warned us this would happen. Who beneath their pious skin are shameless scoundrels. Their design is to replace the sheer grace of our God with sheer license, which means doing away with Jesus Christ, our one and only master. I am laying this out as clearly as I can. Even though you once knew all this well enough and shouldn't need any reminding, here it is in brief. The master saved a saved a people out of the land of egypt later he destroyed those who defected and you and you know that the story of the angels who didn't stick to their post abandoning it for other dark missions but they are now chained and jailed in a black hole until the great judgment day sodom and gomorrah which went to sexual wreck and ruin and with the surrounding cities that acted just like them are another example burning and burning and never burning up. They, ser- excuse me, they serve still as a stock warning. This is exactly the same program of these latest infiltrators, dirty sex rule and rulers thrown out, glory dragged in the mud. The archangel Michael, who went to the mat with the devil as they fought over the body of Moses, wouldn't have dared level him with a blasphemous curse, but said simply, no, you don't. God will take care of you. But these people sneer at anything they can't understand, and by doing whatever they feel like doing, living by animal instinct only, they participate in their own destruction. I am fed up with them. They've gone down Cain's road, they've been sucked into Balaam's error by greed, and they, they're they canceled out in Cora's Rebellion. These people are eyesores at your love feasts as you worship and eat together. They are giving you a black eye carousing shamelessly, excuse me, that's carousing shamelessly (laughs) grabbing anything that isn't nailed down. They are puffs of smoke pushed by gusts of wind, late autumn trees stripped clean of leaf and fruit, doubly dead, pulled up by the roots, wild ocean waves leaving nothing on the beach, but the foam of their shame, lost stars in outer space on their way to the black hole enoch the seventh after adam prophesied of them look the master comes with thousands of holy angels to bring judgment against them convicting each person of every defiling act of shameless sacrilege of every dirty word they have spewed of their pious filth these are the complainers the belly grabbing for the biggest piece of the pie talking big, saying anything they think will get them ahead. But remember, dear friends, that the apostle of our master, Jesus Christ, told us this would happen. In the last days, there will be people who don't take these things seriously anymore. They'll treat them like a joke and make a religion of their own whims and lust. These are the ones who <laughs> split churches, thinking only of themselves. There's nothing to them, no sin sign of the Spirit. But you, dear friends, carefully build yourselves up in the most holy faith by praying in the Holy Spirit, staying right at the center of God's love, keeping your arms open and outstretched, ready for the mercy of our Master, Jesus Christ. This is the unending life, the real life. Go easy on those who hesitate in the faith. Go after those who take the wrong way. Be tender with sinners, but not soft on sin. The sin itself stinks to high heaven. And now to him who can keep you on your feet, standing tall in his bright presence, flesh and celebrating to our one God, our only Savior, through Jesus Christ, our master, be glorified, majesty, strength and rule before all time. And now until the end of all time. Yes. like that stink to high heaven
1: that made me (laughs) giggle when I read it I was reading it last night and I was
0: like that is perfect for Tennessee (laughs) you're stinking to high heaven (laughs) I just like how it it's funny how again that's the living word and I'm like if you thought they were living in the end times what are we (laughs) I know I know but then at the same
1: time it's like almost exactly the same yeah you know it's like it well, you know, you got to think back to the Romans and the, the Greek times. You know, they were, I know the Greeks came in before the Romans took over, and they really influenced the area. And so they had a lot of, Um, their sexual sin was pushed heavily onto the people. And so it was everywhere already yep. before even the Romans came in. And so... And it's it's really kind of like they had the same lifestyle as the world today. Yeah. So it's
0: almost like it gets to it, then it backs up, then it gets to it, then it backs up. It can even be more like a, almost like a, not generational, but a cultural, you know, like we get used to it and then, so maybe cultural is yeah, no, I don't know. I I can't. You know, but it's like you get used to it, and then then all of a sudden it gets pushed to a different level. Yeah. So then you're, yeah. you're something else and um, something else. Um, desensitized. Yes, yeah, there we go. Desensitized to it, yeah. So the author of Jude is thought to be, and the majority of people agree, that this is the half-brother of Jesus. Um. Because Judas. he talks about being yep Judas or I also heard Judah. So oh, really? it just depends on probably how far back you go <laughs> in the scrolls. But he could have been one of both because it was a common yeah. Judas and Judah were common. Judas was mentioned, I heard, 45 times in the Bible. Like there's 45 people in the Bible alone just named Julie. Really?
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. I didn't realize that. I didn't
0: uh, I didn't <laughs> you only think of the what. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh so in Yeah, and you know why he wouldn't want to be called Judas yeah. in the Bible. Yeah. I would absolutely shorten my name if there yeah. was a bad Elizabeth. Nope, <laughs> um, nope, I'm just gonna be Liz today or yeah. I'm gonna be Eliza when I'm talking in here. You know? like, <laughs> I am not that Judas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um and I didn't know this, and so again, this is just me, but because they they reference to the Matthew thirteen fifty five, where it talks about the brothers of Jesus, obviously oh, being James yeah. and There's Jude. Like two more, isn't there mentioned? Yes, yeah, Simon and Joseph. I think was a son too. I'm just I'm saying all this as I'm trying to flip to it because I didn't have it bookmarked.
1: Would you say that was again thirteen fifty five?
0: Yeah, yep. it's, it says, isn't his mother called Mary and his brothers, James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas, and his sisters, aren't they all with us? Which, and I, it, it says it in Mark 2, though, I did not, Mark, and I think it was Mark chapter 13 as well, or 6, one of the two. I didn't write it down because I was walking when I heard him say it when I was listening to a podcast. <laughs> but I'd never noticed that they listed that before i didn't notice yeah. that they listed other brothers i
1: didn't until one day at church um he was going over something and he had mentioned it and i was like oh there's oh. brothers <laughs> 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 and sisters makes you wonder how many was in that family and just kind of like how it would be to grow up with jesus as your brother
0: yeah no i agree i mean in just like james so jude like james didn't follow jesus's ministry when he was on earth he followed him after the resurrection. Beca- and so I feel like that almost in itself <laughs> says maybe how it was having Jesus as a brother. Yeah. Because they were like, that's, dude, I grew up with him. Like, I'm all set. Like, I know yeah. I know him. I don't. Yeah. He's not the Messiah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're good. <laughs> but it is still interesting. And I think it's worth noting that neither Jude or James talk about the fact that that's their brother. Yeah they don't yeah. they don't use that as the end. Yeah. You know, they say, "Nope, I'm a servant servant of Jesus." I wonder if they felt kind of ashamed,
1: you know, because they didn't believe in Jesus until yeah. Jesus died and was resurrected. Right. And um and hopefully I'm not saying this wrong, but I think it says when he when he came back, you know, after he was resurrected, you know, he he met with the disciples for a little bit, but I, I think it says he came to see his brothers too.
0: I think you're right because I remember hearing that, but I can't. I can't I no tell you where it's at. It's at. Yeah. So I believe you are correct on that, though. Yeah. Because I heard that recently.
1: And I don't know if I heard that that was like an assumption someone would make because, you know, or if it really says that in here
0: somewhere. <laughs> well, we got to. I'm sure I. If he didn't become a follower till after Jesus resurrected and he saw him, uh-huh. let's go ahead and say like he definitely had to have seen him. Like it's not like my mom just told me he raised from the dead. Like, yeah, no, mom always yeah. had his back his whole life. Like, you know? yeah. So I would think that they might have been a little like Thomas, like they saw it and I was like, okay, up here we are. Yeah, here we are. Yeah. So um, they don't. It's not really. Known when Jude was written, like as far as the timeline goes, it is speculated that it was around to be the same time that Second Peter Second was Peter. written. So anywhere between sixty-seven and eighty A.D. Because there was things that happened in eighty A.D. that Jude doesn't mention, uh-huh. and it was it was I think it was a temple burning, and they mentioned that Jude would have said something about that yeah. event had yeah. it been anywhere after that. Yeah. So it had to have been before, before. And, so, and false teachers were kind of big in yeah. that era or like that's where a lot of everybody was addressing at that point, which is exactly what Jude is addressing.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's very interesting how many times they bring up to watch out for false teachers over and over and over mm-hmm. and it's just and how they talked about them coming in and trying to like the message say split the church yep. you know and i've i don't know if i've really seen it in our church i'm i'm not one to like really pay attention to things <laughs> but i've had other people tell me about
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know coming in and the church split because of this one person you know so it's still very
0: much relevant it is Mm -hmm. it's amazing the impact that one person or one little group of people can have i mean some of the churches that i grew up in you see satan working in it you know you see Uh that you see that how that one person just causes so much calamity that the church does it splits or that just the the sermons start taking a different route you know just stuff like that yeah Sorry,
1: I
2: was trying to look up real quick. Oh, no, yeah, no. <laughs> Who he appeared to. So it doesn't, it doesn't look
1: like it actually mentions Jude, but he did it at least appear to James.
0: That's at least something that's better than just your ma telling you. Yeah, you know? yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It would be nice to, like, be able to, like, get the inner workings of their thoughts. You yes. know, like, this is what, like, I mean, that's if they wrote an autobiography. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. I always think that it's, like, I can't look them up on, like, Internet Movie Database to know their entire life story. Exactly. <laughs> where, where's Wikipedia now? Like, no. I want them to tell me where they traveled to, what church they led. <laughs> I yeah. want to know their thoughts. I want the... I want the prince harry you know like <laughs> yeah. the, the dirt i want to know yeah you know? <laughs> that would be nice wouldn't it yeah i always figure there's gonna be a lot of questions i'm gonna ask when i get up there and i'm just gonna like i'm just gonna start i'm gonna like sit at a table and have everybody line up like i just want y'all to tell me your story that's all i want to know like yeah. i just want to know how how was that yeah how how did you guys handle that yeah you know Exactly. questions for the Israelites, like, how did you forget that God gave you manna and God gave you light and God Uh, gave you, you know, how, how, how how do you forget that? Yeah, exactly. No judgment, but how how do you forget?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And you have the pillar of fire there. You have the nice shade that he provided for you. (laughs) But no, let's just go back to Egypt. Yeah, (laughs) let's go. Let's
0: go. All right. So Jude starts out pretty Pretty easy. Like every good pastor, you know, he, he then starts coming at you with his mic drop moments. Um, one, one commentary that I read had described Jude like working in a gold mine because of all the rich nuggets which are here, but you have to mine for them. Just because there's just, there's so many. Um, That's neat. I like that. Yeah. I've, obviously, I wrote it down, so I thought it was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it has the same format. As, you know, the like like Titus did, as all of the letters in this era had. Uh-huh. You know, they 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 um. Whew, I just lost my entire train of thought. So it is late. It is late. <laughs> so the greetings are proving to be typical. And they're they're proving to be typical, and it's known to be a typical writing style of this this era, this time frame. Um, So regardless of religious affiliation, you would start the letters in the same way that Jude did, that Titus does, that James does, that Peter Mm -hmm. does, Paul. You know, it's always the greetings and the blessings and the everything. So the format would always be the same or similar. It just always, it changes with the context. Um, And if we, so if we go all the way back to like I said like James talking about being a slave, right? I figure out where I'm going to put my put my arrows the wrong way. Um <laughs> so <laughs> I, my notes are all over the place so y'all going to bear with me. Um it looks like you wrote more notes than I did. <laughs> I have to. I have to. And so I'm sorry. I always feel like I should probably always preface that i read like my notes and i apologize because you can always tell i feel like when i'm reading them but if i don't write something down i'm gonna Mm -hmm. forget that's how i am too like i can't yeah i'll be like it's it's gone god will be telling me all these amazing little nuggets i'm like yes and i'm writing them down and i'm like if i sit here even though this isn't i mean this is public speaking this isn't like full public speaking i'll I'll forget i'll clam up and just be like "Mm, i had something on that but i don't remember what it was (laughs) Or it's going to come out sounding really dumbed down because I can't remember oh. the epiphany that I had while I was writing yeah. everything. And if I don't write it down, it doesn't come out my mouth right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't, I have to do, I can do some as bullet points uh-huh. just to kind of make sure I'm stimulating myself to actually speak. But now there's, nope, I'm going to go word for word because I'm going to want to know. <laughs> I want it to, and I write how I speak too. It's not like yeah. I'm just writing. I don't. Yeah, I write, like, a real sentence, which is, like, the books I like to read. Like, to read it where, you know, you could be sitting down with somebody having a cup of coffee yeah. as they're telling you a story.
1: Yeah. I do that, too, because I'm afraid I won't
0: know what I meant. <laughs> <if> I <laughs> try <laughs> to, like, simplify it. It's like, Wait a <laughs> minute. Why did I want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. Okay, Lord. Um, so, again, so he talks about how he's a slave to Jesus, which in the Greek word is doulos and i don't know if i'm saying that right i haven't heard anybody pronounce it so if anybody speaks greek i apologize if i just killed that word but it means and i loved this a person who is legally owned by someone else and whose entire livelihood and purpose has was determined by their master so that's the level that he's putting himself at with jesus and i'm like i need that on a postcard to hang on my wall. Yeah. Because that is, that's what we all should strive to be to God.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and it's like, and that's how we, like you said, we should be. And I think in this world, it's like, you know, people's like, oh, pray for me. I'm about to go in a job interview or pray for me for this or pray Mm -hmm. for me for that. And it's not, we're not here for God To do stuff for us, he does, and he blesses us. But we are here to live for the Lord, Mm -hmm. and to drop whatever he tells us to drop, and to follow him. Yep. You know, and so that's I like that definition. That was cool. I'm
0: gonna have to look it up and write it down. (laughs) I'll give you my book when we leave, and you can if you can read my writing, (laughs) write it down from there. Um. So, two. Jude is also a book that is most commonly skipped over. Because people don't realize what's in it. The juice. Yeah, they don't realize it. You know, um one of the pastors said it's a call to arms. Yeah. It's 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 very like, here we go, like this is what we're meant to do. This is yeah. what you're supposed to do. I mean yeah. Granted to me that's that's James to me.
1: Yeah, I love James. James is James is my favorite book.
0: I like it. I, I but you fun might of. be my come yeah. A second. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, I love it because like, just like Titus, you know, you're reading it and you're finding all mm-hmm. these things that you didn't see before. Like when we did Jude, I mean, excuse me, we are doing Jude. When we did James, I was uh, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. I mean, I get it why people are like, why it's their favorite. Cause that yeah. is, it yeah. is, it's got everything.
1: Yeah, it does. It tells you how to live. Yeah. This is, this is how to
0: be. Christian this is how to walk in the way Mm -hmm. and we will do James eventually y'all just not (laughs) it's on the list (laughs) (laughs) but um so the book of Jude is obviously they're dealing with false teachers that that have infiltrated the church now these teachers were teaching you that you could abuse grace they said, once you were saved, you could sin no matter what. Nobody needed to repent, which I can see how easy that would be
2: mm-hmm.
0: to just say, oh, yeah, you're right. They say if you know you ask, you ask Jesus in your heart, he's not leaving. So, yeah, I can do what I want. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean. I'm forgiven. Yeah, exactly. He's going to forgive me. I'm going to go right up there, and he's going to be like, that's my girl. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I got you. You know, but. I, you know, it, they always, I grew up, I mean, I grew up with the mentality of once you're saved, you're always saved unless you renounce Jesus. Yeah. And as I was writing that down, my literary brain goes, you know, and it's funny because the things you don't think about, and it's probably exactly what C.S. Lewis meant when he wrote it, but once a king or queen in in Narnia, always a king or queen in Narnia. (laughs) And I was like, oh, is that why he said that? (laughs) But it takes me writing it down to actually think about it that (laughs) way. Yeah. Like he was so brilliant because that's probably exactly what he meant. <laughs> and it took me being 40 years old <laughs> doing a study in Jude to figure out that's what like, he meant.
1: Oh, that's the
0: correlation there.
1: <laughs> I don't think I'd have thought about it. on, so.
0: <laughs> well, then I feel better then. I was, I was like, oh, how many people have figured that one out before me? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but still, you know, our lifestyle. We might always be saved, but our lifestyle is called to reflect. Yeah. His. Yeah. You know, we're called to reflect him. We're, we're called to emulate him, to guide in love, to do what we, not to do what we want. Yeah. Because we have a get out of jail free card. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're supposed you know. to
0: walk as Jesus walked.
1: Yeah. and It doesn't mean we're not going to sin and fall into our sin, but we're supposed to repent. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, also at the same time, I was talking to someone not too long ago, and she was telling me about her salvation story. And she grew up in church, and, but she just, she said that she was having, she had lost a family member and, and just felt lost. And she's, she looked at other Christians, and she's like, why do I have their joy that they have? this peace that they have and she loves that she really wasn't saved and she got saved but she's telling me that how she grew up believing was that if you even if you were saved if you sin if you did not repent for that sin then you were going to hell oh thank gosh yeah and i think that. I think some like older churches, yeah, kind of go along
0: that way. Right. So that's like true fire, brim- brimstone, yeah, stuff. yeah. Which I think we can always use a little more of, yeah, but, for sure. You know, because I think that sometimes the this seriousness of the words, the yeah. seriousness of God, gets lost it, at some churches. I'm not saying all, yeah, I'm sure. sure, everybody goes to an awesome church, but you know you gotta have a little fear with your faith exactly you got to have the i want I don't want to disappoint i don't want to yeah I don't want to fall short and it
1: tells us it tells us to you know have a fear of God mm-hmm. and I mean and you get into it and you you find out what all he can do and it is scary mm-hmm. if you don't yeah but then we also got to remember the grace and mercy that is just him
2: mm-hmm
0: So the teachers were also talking about how Jesus wasn't the only way to heaven, that he was just one of the ways, which, I mean, we can get into, but I'm kind of hoping everybody kind of understands that that's not obviously how it (laughs) works, I mean, given (laughs) on just what we've even just talked about now. Um, But like James and Peter, Jude reiterates that we are to follow scripture and to guide those who have been deceived in a loving yet firm matter, yeah. manner, not matter, which is hard. And people don't understand how to do that. And I always wonder if I'm, am I loving too much and not You're giving enough truth and not given enough truth, not that's, showing the right path.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm afraid of too. And I, and I think a lot of it is, the society today is because we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and we don't, but hurting someone's feelings and them going to hell, you know, is two different way, two different things. Mm -hmm. But like, it's also, you don't want to push someone away from the gospel either. Mm -hmm. So that how to balance that is hard. And I guess that's really where the Holy Spirit comes in. So, and Mm -hmm. I know there's, a gentleman that, um, I know right now who, who told me when his brother died, he said, that's when me and God went our separate ways. And he said that he used to teach him Bible studies and stuff. And, and I had asked him, I said, well, why do you feel that way? And he goes, oh, if I told you, you know, you might make you question or anything. I said, no, it won't make me question. And I, I stated what I believe Mm -hmm. but at the same time I'm just like I don't know how to approach it you know so it's so I'm just praying about it Mm -hmm. you know for the Holy Spirit really to come out and say the words that need to be said Yep. and it might not be me that needs to say it too yep
0: so that is a prayer I do all the time I'm like Lord I don't think I can say things that's going to matter or change the trajectory of their life yeah so what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray that you give the person who that is their gonna be their mission. Uh-huh. You give them the words. Yeah. Because I know unless you tell me, Lord, it's I know it's not me. But I will say whatever words you want me to say.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Whatever mm-hmm. needs to come out. Cause Lord knows I am not articulate. <laughs> I am not good under pressure. Me neither. Am, as a theater major I am not an improv. I, I I almost failed the improv class because I don't I don't I don't think well on my toes. Ooh, that just sounds really stressful to it, me. <laughs> extremely. That class was so stressful as an introvert as in, in a new college and just not ha- liking things planned out, written out, having an outline. Oh yeah, <laughs> and having to go up there and try to be somebody else without yeah, yeah it was there are no words to describe how awful that was. <laughs> I could just imagine. That
1: might be like me in Spanish class and oh having to do like okay. <laughs> a speech out loud. <laughs> My tongue does not run that way. Nope. I wish it did. Nope. I wish I could do foreign languages, but I don't even do English very well. So.
0: I did American Sign Language as my. They counted that as foreign language in college. Oh, I wish I had done that. <laughs> that was. That, I'm like this. This is helpful because. Yeah. It's, yeah.
1: it's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily how it comes out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Now you just gotta watch the trajectory of my fingers. <laughs> not not my mouth. You don't have to listen to my words. Yeah. I have to. Th- I have yeah. to think about it before I speak. That makes more sense. <laughs> so. Jude makes sure that we also know that we are to defend the gospel. We are to fight for the truth and life. And he tells us that we have to learn how to defend our faith. The lines are becoming more and more blurred between what's good and what's evil and what God approves of and what he doesn't approve of. Oh, and yeah. Who God is and who he's not. So he he says we need to be prepared yeah. to explain it yeah you know to 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 do that which that's something that has been on my heart to do for about a year just to, doing researching the apologetics uh-huh. like looking at rc Sproul, looking at aw tozer like yeah all of their works which is hard to do in the mornings and in the evenings it's got to be in like in the middle of the day when your brain's at peak function yeah because it's a lot it's yeah it's amazing knowledge but it's 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 hard to get through yeah you know and you just i'd heard it said that you need to be rooted in the gospel
2: mm-hmm.
0: like once you understand matthew mark luke john once you understand you know the gospel and you inside and out you know who jesus is then you know you can go and let's start looking at other things let's start you know, you you can learn how to defend your faith a lot more, but as long as you're rooted in the gospel.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's very well said. I can't take full credit of that. I heard it somewhere, and I can't. I don't know where. <laughs> <laughs> were you listening to good places then? Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. So, were there any verses that stuck out to you and Jude? Um, I thought it was, um.
1: What I thought was really interesting is, is um, let's see uh, I guess starting in verse five, when it says, "Now I want you to, r- to remind you, although you once fully knew it, that Jesus, who saved a people out of the land of Egypt afterward destroyed those who did not, and the angel who did not stay, the angels who did not stay within their own position of authority." But left their proper dwelling. He has kept in the eternal change under gloomy darkness into the judgment of that great day. Um, just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which likewise indulged in sexual immorality and pursued unnatural desire, serve an example of undergoing a punishment of eternal f- fire. I thought that his examples here mm-hmm. was really interesting. Mm-hmm. So it, and it kind of made you think back to. You know, everything they did, especially the part where it's talking about the angels who, um, because we know the angels came down, you know, Um, and I think there it's a little bit of a uh, kind of people's kind of up in the air, whether it's talking about angels that fell when um, Lucifer came down or if it's the angels who had relationships with um, the women who named (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> made the nephilim that it talks about is it genesis 6
0: yeah yeah i think so i feel like we should know this i know
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> all our husbands have yeah. been talking about all they're talking about for a year
0: <laughs> i guess, guess the difference is that's what they're talking about so our brains are like mm-hmm. yes honey yes yeah yes. <laughs> absolutely i'll put that on a shirt for you no worries yeah.
1: <laughs> by the way i like ben's shirt that Thank was pretty you. cool this <laughs> oh, was my favorite
0: <laughs> I'm getting one, but it's not going to say Benfoot, obviously. It's, it's going to have Bigfoot. It's going to have the peace sign. Oh, I like that, too. thought it was cute. Well, I should make you one, too, because you need a, you need a <laughs> yeah. Keisha foot shirt. <laughs>
1: I like the um, uh, Noah was just a conspiracy theorist until it started raining. I like that one, too. <laughs> Steve
0: is so proud of that shirt. So it's funny. You were talking about this. I was like, you're going to hit on the same verse. But you didn't. You stopped right before my verse <laughs> that I have written down. So I was interested to know, so in verse nine, where in, in, in my oh, Christian standard mm-hmm. Bible, because I didn't know what this was. So I, I did, had to look it up. I did too. So it says, yet when Mike, Michael, so the archangel Michael, oh, well, it says that I guess, yet when Michael the archangel was disputing with the devil in an argument about Moses's body, he did not dare utter a slanderous condemn, condemnation against him, but said, the Lord rebuke you. Yeah, I was like, "What? Where is uh, yeah. that at?" That's exactly. <laughs> I said I had to do a little deep dive because I was like, "I've never heard that." Yeah. And so, because I cite my sources, because I don't, <laughs> I got it from the GotQuestions dot org, which is a great resource. Just oh, I need to write that down. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great. It's honestly, it's it it is. It's a great resource to have. Um so the story comes from Jewish tradition, as recorded in, an, in a non-canon book. So, again, not included in our Bible. But the book is titled The Assumption of Moses, or also known as The Testament of Moses, which is a first-century Jewish apocryphal book. Supposedly, the book contains prophecies of Moses given to Joshua. So the book is or was poorly preserved existing in only one manuscript and in, translated into Latin, which is dated from after 500 AD and is missing a pretty large portion of the texts. Um, according to the traditional account, Michael and the devil engaged in a dispute about where Moses was buried, but Michael would not slander the devil. Instead, he yielded to God's authority by trusting him to rebuke the devil. Mm-hmm. So, Jude, just even referencing that alone, you know, shows that he's assuming that all of his readers understand what he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. So, this is something. That must have been tradition. That was, they knew it. That was passed down. That mm-hmm. was something they were, that was probably taught at, probably the, in their synagogues. Yeah. And it just got lost with a lot of the other Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah. You know, and just not, it wasn't kept for yeah. us. Yeah. You know, so,
1: but I think it's interesting too, like, uh, you know, as it said, you know, he didn't, he only said the Lord, Lord rebuke you, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's making sure Jesus has that authority yep. that we're all under him and only
0: he can do that. Mm-hmm. So and only through his name. And that goes back to saying, you are guiding people in love. You are, you are helping Spread the gospel in love, but ultimately, we're understanding that it's Jesus's authority, God's authority, to do the judgment, to yeah. do the condemning. That's yeah. not us. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, we're here to make sure you have the tools and to to learn who Jesus is. Yeah, we're not here to tie you to the pew, no, and to tell to you judge. everything you're done, you've done wrong in your entire life. Yeah, what yeah. sin you're currently committing. Yeah, that you shouldn't be committing because Lord have mercy. There'd be a list if somebody did that to me. <laughs> oh, me too. Me too. So. And the same aspect of of him bringing in non canon texts, he brings in Enoch. Yeah, he brings in um, in verse 14. And he said it it was these that Enoch, who is Noah's great grandfather, just for anybody like me didn't know that either. Um, in the seventh generation from Adam prophesied, look, the Lord comes with 10,000 of his holy ones to execute judgment and, and on all and to convict all the ungodly concerning the ungodly acts that they have done in an ungodly way and concerning the harsh things ungodly sinners have said against him. Now, this is also a prophecy that hasn't been talked about in before. Yeah, I mean, Enoch is referenced a lot. He yes. Jesus even mm-hmm. references Enoch. He does. So you know that it was a legitimate book, but it's hard because Enoch didn't write his book. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, Steve explained it more like, it's like a telephone game. Yeah. So things could have got lost within generations. Things could have gotten mixed yeah. up in translation. You know, just because there are things that make you kind of question, you know, like, wait a minute. Did he just say this, or what is yeah. he trying to say? So that's why it's an it's not a canon book, yeah. Because there are things that happened that they talk that the, that Enoch talks about that was after Enoch's time, yeah. But it was a lot of his prophecies uh-huh. that were that were there, and you know, I mean, it's because the Book of Enoch is it's apocalyptic, like it's it's apocalyptic. I should say it vivid. It's vivid. Imagery for all the gloom and doom for, our, uh-huh. our, um, a lot of the final judgment. But there's also a lot of other stories that are just. I, w- I don't want to say folklore because I feel like that makes it, not true. Not true, but yeah, it's <sighs> history. It has yeah. a lot of history. Have you read it? No, <laughs> <laughs> haven't either. I own it. Well, I, <laughs> we own it. <laughs> I think we own it too. <laughs> so I, but no, I, I've been wanting to. Yeah. And I just keep saying, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. But then every other book that I want to read gets higher up on the priority list. Yeah. Yes, I'm here. I have a bookshelf of I want to reads at home. Yeah. And I put myself on a book ban to buy books but that didn't work out very well <laughs> i am i should not be my own keeper <laughs> like well, you, you never know what's going to happen in the world you need to have the books exactly i'm like <laughs> what else am i gonna do if like our power gets cut out i'm gonna read yeah you know? <laughs> uh, but the book itself is has always has this like the significant influence like on the origins of the nephilim on mm-hmm. you know It was found within the Dead Sea Scrolls too. So, and like you said, he's not Jude isn't the first and yeah isn't the first to reference Enoch. Yeah, he's referenced a lot. He's referenced a lot. I mean, the Bible even talks about him. Enoch was the first person that God took. Mm -hmm. Enoch didn't die. No, God took him. Yeah, he just was no more. Yeah.
1: I was watching something, and I thought it was really neat, because they said there's three people who are groups of people, I guess, that, you know, never died, that God just took. Mm. There was Enoch, Elijah, ja. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the raptured, the ones who oh. get raptured up. Yeah. And I thought that was neat, because I was like, three? I'm pretty yeah, sure that's two.
0: I'm <laughs> going, yeah, two. Like, we talked about this last night. Like, what do you mean
1: three? What am I missing? And they said, you know, the other hadn't happened yet, but... I thought that was neat. No, yeah, that is neat. Yeah.
0: No, yeah.
1: I don't know. But, you know, it must have been a pretty cool cat because, I mean, he was a friend of God and God just didn't want him to go through death, so yeah. he just took him. And he must have been pretty influential, too, in, you know, in his time and... Yeah. And then I always think, you know, how long they all lived back then, too. So I mean, Noah probably had a pretty good relationship with him.
0: Yeah, I would agree. So I would agree. It's it's funny to think about, like, exact, like you said, how long they lived. You know, I'm like I would have known my great great grandparents. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, that would have been really cool. As a thing. yeah, like now I'm like, ancestry.com. I can't. I don't. I don't do that. But I. I would like to, but I also know that that doesn't, that's not the same as knowing them no, hearing you know. their stories mm-hmm. or even hearing their stories from your own grandparents. Yeah. You know, it's all, yeah. it's different. And you go through and you look at their names
1: and that's pretty much all you know about them yeah. is their name. And they're like, hmm, how did they get that name? What did they go by? <laughs> <laughs>
0: what happened before <laughs> they landed in America? Yeah. You know.
1: I know he got shot by um, the police because he was a... um Moonshine runner, but was he nice? <laughs> did he was he in the faith? <laughs>
0: what church did he go
2: to? <laughs>
1: yeah. Before you know the police name pushed him. Maybe not. <laughs>
0: hey, you know, back it, You gotta make a living. That's true. That's true. You do what you're good at. <laughs> So, was there anything else that you can that really? I mean, it's hard. There's a lot of good little things, and uh, yeah, it's
1: um. I guess you know the overall to really take away is is to be aware, you know, and and I'm I'm guilty of not being aware. I'm I'm just not. I don't notice things, mm-hmm. and I think it's what he's talking about. Is you've got to continue. You always got to be prepared. You always got to be aware of these people who come in because these are the people who's going to pull people away from God. Yeah. You know, and, and you can see that happen. And I think in today's society, the how the world goes and how you can be whoever you want to be and how you can love whoever you want to love kind of deal, you know, it's really important to stand on the truth. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think the way society is going, too, it's going to look worse and worse and worse on us who do stand up and say, no, this is not what the Bible says. It is very black and white. That is sinful. You know, there mm-hmm. is sin in the world. You can't just do whatever you want to do in life. You've got to follow the word. And the word says, you know, you have to have self-control. You have to try. You have to repent. You have to try to. To do, to follow, to walk in the way of God and show his glory through your life. And that, no, it's not okay to be like that. Um, and. And it's okay that we see differences, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm not going to give on it. I'm not going to say that it's okay when it's not. And that's kind of hard to do in today's society because then you're a horrible person, and, and you're evil, and you're um, mm-hmm. looked bad for. Yeah, It's just, but it's so important that we do.
0: No, it is. You know, I read the book. Um, it's called the, the Gospel Comes with a House Key. Now, I picked up this book on a recommendation um, from a girl that I know without really knowing exactly what it was about. Mm-hmm. I, I just by the title alone assumed that it was kind of a deep dive into the Gospels. Like, yeah, kind of looking at Jesus and all these things. But what it was, was it was being hospitable. How to be Jesus to everybody. Mm. You know, and the book is absolute. it was, it, there was a whole chapter I highlighted everything. And I, that's not an over-exaggeration. But, one of the things that she said she was talking to one of her friends and her friends were like well you don't agree with me so I don't know if we can be friends uh-huh. and she's like why do I have to agree with you to love you yeah why do I have to agree to with you to accept you yeah like I don't agree with a lot of people yeah you know and she's just like but I still love you and I accept who you are yeah but it doesn't mean I ha- just because I don't agree with you doesn't mean we I can't show you love. Yeah, and I was like, that is exactly it. Yeah, like that's all you could have. You she just wrote that. Yeah, you know, and that that's the book. Yep, yep. Hey, there you go.
1: <laughs> because that's what it is. You yeah, know, it's yeah, and it you know it just even says that in here to mm-hmm. um, uh, have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. To to others show mercy with fear. Hating even the garment stained by the flesh. So you can still love someone, but hate their sin. Yep. So, because I hate my sin. I hate, yeah. You know, I'm a very sinful person. And I hate that sin. Mm -hmm. But we are called to do, try to do better. Yep. So I can't look at someone else with sin in their life. I'm going to call it sin. I'm not going to judge them. Yeah. But um, I can't look down on them either because I have all this in my whole life that yeah. I'm trying to
0: do better. <laughs> that quote, don't judge me because I sin differently than you. Yeah. Yeah. we all sin on different levels. There's, yeah. You know, some in our eyes might be more extreme. Yeah. But in God's eyes, it's a level playing yeah. field. It's sin is sin. Sin is sin. You know. Yeah. Us judging or us doing something. Yeah is the same as committing murder. Yeah. You know, exactly. And it's, we don't see it that way. Yeah. I struggle to see that that yeah. way, but that's, it is what it, it is. is. Yeah, exactly.
1: And I believe some things are sinful for some people and not for others. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. the, it's the power
0: you give it. you that's, you know what? That's, that's absolutely true. That is something my youth pastor Preach, on because you know every youth pastor will always touch on you know don't when you're teaching a whole bunch of youth you're going to talk about modesty you're mm-hmm. going to talk about what girls should and shouldn't wear but again yeah. he, he still would talk about like her sin isn't going to be your sin it's not her sin it's not a sin for her to wear a short skirt Uh It might not be in everybody's best interest for her to be showing everything. Yeah. That's not her sin. Yeah. The the sin then becomes what you're doing when you look at her like that. Yeah. You know, and it's all, it's like, so it's a degree. It's like, everybody's got to own their own sin. You can't pass the the blame bucket. Yeah. Yeah. But that's very well said. What causes me to stumble might not be what causes you to stumble. Yeah, And vice versa. Yeah. You know, some people can't look at an alcoholic beverage. Uh Uh-huh. And, be able to have self-control yeah or can't you know you there's addictions out there yeah yeah and so it just everybody's sin is different and what god calls you to do and what god says you shouldn't do yeah is is like when it's a non-salvation issue you know your sin is always going to be different yeah yeah i mean there are certain god obviously has parameters yeah you know you have your you have the top 10 you know yeah but (laughs) Everything else is personal. Yeah. You know, it's a, what causes you to stumble and what doesn't cause you to stumble. What, you know, what you know you need to stay away from because it gives you things. Yeah. It's not the same. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's different
1: Mm -hmm. and it's just, and, and you can't, and then that can cause judgment. Yeah. Like, because what you see that is a problem for you, what is sinful for you and it isn't for someone else. You know, you also got to be mindful that, hey, that's different for them. Yeah. And then that can lead to another sin of... (laughs) Envy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Jealousy. (laughs) It just stacks on top of each other. But that's the whole thing of living in this world. You know, it is a sinful world. It is when Adam ate that apple. I mean, he just, he ruined it for us. (laughs) He did. (laughs) But death came into the world and with it sin. Mm-hmm. and so
0: yeah all right well i know we impact a little bit i know we did not unpack jude because we're not going eight hours we're not doing it <laughs> neither i don't think anybody out there i know what we don't have we don't we don't have the time to fully unpack and to fully grasp and to fully provide you all with eight hours of jude yeah. You know, but I hope we at least did it justice. Yeah. And we hopefully re- reach some people. Some of the podcasts that I follow, and I know that Keisha follows too, um, not, that help us at least with resources uh-huh. are Skip Isaac. Oh, yeah. His sermons are always on point. And he has the Bible at, was it, 3,000 feet? 30,000 30, feet. 30,000 feet. Thank mm-hmm. you. I knew it was a three. Um and he goes through deep dives of the books of the Bible. He does not have a Jude one, which was very upsetting to me because he does, He also he like me. He brings it in, or I, I'm like him. I, I can't, he's not like me. He doesn't know who I am, <laughs> you know. But he like he gives the history and the knowledge, mm-hmm. and he, then he relates it. And so he's always a good one to listen to. You can find him on, you know, the, your podcast or YouTube. Yeah. And then Michael Heiser, which I know a lot of people that are if you're familiar with the dig you're very familiar with who michael heiser is but his naked naked bible podcast is phenomenal he breaks down jude and this is why i kept saying eight hours he breaks it down in eight different podcasts that are each a minimum of 45 minutes long and um, i wish i had known that he had one on jude sooner because i would have been able to at least glean some of his knowledge or more of it i should say um so if you guys, I, I, I'm only, I only plug them because I, I listen to them. They don't give us anything. We are not <laughs> that popular. Um would be
1: kind of cool if they knew us. They would be totally <laughs> cool.
0: But you know, that's just something that I want to make sure that you guys know that there's other resources out mm-hmm. there. You have so many soft softwares at your at your disposal that even I am now just finding. You know doing these studies, doing the women's ministry at our church, you know, and even when we first started just as our little small group, uh-huh. it's helped me dig in and get that thirst for learning Yeah, way more. And now that we're actually just getting into the books of the Bible, I love it. Me too. And, it, and it's, I've read the whole Bible before,
1: but it's, I just feel like I've just glance through it <laughs> you it's know a, let's
0: get the check mark next to the name I finished yeah. that one
1: yeah you know? yeah like, I probably even have a bible reading thing in here that I've checked oh I have one at home but
0: I can tell you what I've never I don't think gone front to back I don't think I've ever read the bible I know that I can tell you right now there's books in here that I know that I haven't opened and had uh-huh. I've always started, and I'm always, I'm just that person that I have, like, I should start in Genesis, it's the beginning. (laughs) Like, any series, I cannot start in the middle of a series of a book. I have to start at the beginning. Yeah. I have to muddle through it.
1: And then when you get to, like, Chronicles and Kings, and then you go through, like, kind of the same thing over and over, and it's, but it's, it's like, who is this person? Wait, this person was, what? It does help when you can go
0: back to the New Testament read a little bit before you go back to that. It does. I, I do appreciate um, the ones, like, the ones that put together. There are some people that have groups, you know, religious affiliations that have put together a Read the Bible in a year, but they do, they switch them around. Yeah, And it's yeah. like, uh, that's a gift from the Lord right there because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're not just stuck in Leviticus going right to judges and you're like, yeah, I need stories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something that I, need. I need stories. Uh-huh. Thank you for listening to the mustard seed podcast. And we look forward to sitting down with you guys again soon.